good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're connecting from. My name is Jamafu, and welcome to the Motivated to Inspire podcast. This is where I get to interview guests um, who are doing phenomenal things in their lives and to give them an opportunity as well to share with us um, and, and stuff that we can learn from them as well. So today, our guest is a good friend of mine whom I met, I think, almost six years ago now. And first of all, he's, he's a great guy. He's married to a wonderful wife. So ladies, I'm sorry he's taken. <laughs> if you had any ideas. Um, one of the things I admire about him is his commitment to excellence and the way he's successfully managed to switch careers. I know during this uh, pandemic in this COVID uh, era, um, a lot of people maybe have lost their jobs. Uh, some have been forced to make tough decisions and stuff. And I felt Munya might be one of those guys to actually share with us from his experiences how he successfully managed to navigate uh, that, uh, that journey. So I think uh, what I can do before he starts sharing with us, I'll give you a bit of his background. He's uh, got experience in various sectors from manufacturing, insurance, finance, telecommunications. Uh, he holds a master's in business administration degree with a focus on, on management from, which he did at the University of Nicosia in Cyprus. He's also got a bachelor's degree in business administration as well, uh, which he did with the uh, Solusi University. He holds professional certificates, uh, one in proficiency of insurance practices, with the Institute, uh, Insurance Institute of Zimbabwe and an award in financial planning with a chartered insurance institute in the UK. And uh, some of his experience as well is uh, got a, he's skilled in um, new business acquisition and development across uh, the African continent, uh, managing branches, dealing with a whole lot of stakeholders marketing events. Uh, he also successfully set up three product lines for Fidelity Funeral Assurance, developed uh, an offshore investment market in Namibia, which is really impressive. And with Econet, one of the, the top telecommunications companies in Zimbabwe, he set up uh, evaluated services uh, <coughs> uh, pro service in, in that uh, organization, specifically for mobile news. So there's a lot more to him, but I don't think I'll, I, I should just stop there. I, I think I'll give him the opportunity to, to tell us more. So maybe just to start us off, maybe Munya, just tell us about yourself, um, how you got started in, was it insurance, first of all, that you got in, involved in yeah, finance and insurance. insurance. Just tell us a bit about yourself and your journey getting started in, in that uh, field. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it doesn't have to be from cradle and we can always start from from right after yeah. university. I think that's where we, we can begin that um, this conversation. Uh, yeah. Thank you again, Sia, for, for inviting me. Um, I appreciate it. It's always an honor to be able to talk to people and communicate some of the things that are affecting us as young people. And clearly, um, from what we've seen in life, there's a lot of uncertainty and change is the only constant, if I may retort the cliche. Um, but what I want to say is, even though it is like that, there's hope, there's a future, and we all you need to do is to put your mind into it and say, if, if I'm in this position, how do I best move myself to the next position and be able to do the best with what I have? 
Um, I'll take you right straight from college. I finished university. That was University of Solusi, where I did a bachelor in business administration. Um, it was a major in, in management. I had a minor in marketing. So it was something that I always liked. I, I loved managing to sell things right from the beginning. Uh, straight from college, uh, from higher from university, sorry. I went to Fidelity. That's where my very first work opportunity ever came. I was a research assistant to then marketing manager for life. For life, but when I say life, I mean someone who's selling life insurance, such as funeral cover, such as life cover and so forth. So I was working as a market re uh, researcher. So what we used to do is we used to go into the market and get more machipisa, corporate sectors, and then we just get surveys and information. We, we do data analysis, and yeah. then we forward it back to the manager who then makes an informed decision based on what we would have uh, gathered. So yeah. from there, that's when I discovered the liking for data analysis, which we, you see will play a role right up to where I am presently. Okay. Um, from so what happened is from a research assistant worked very hard um up till fidelity like you know what we like the way you work we've worked for each other because i was there for like six months as a, okay. a part-time contract job yeah okay. so six months then i they they brought me in as an officer so i was a, as an assistant officer in business development which was my very first permanent or contract permit placing infidelity yeah. so in there I, had, I learned quite a lot of insurance under my then manager um, and I, I acquired a lot of knowledge in terms of pension planning in terms of life planning in terms of funeral cover and just insurance in general uh, that's when I decided to further myself by acquiring a COP certificate of proficiency in insurance so that I get a better understanding of what I was dealing with. And in that alone, it would have opened up opportunities like promotion and so forth. So I learned a, a bit of that. Um, uh, that I, was, I had quite a stay there. I think it was like four and a half years straight after college, uh, where I came to the end of that road. But what actually transpired was I felt that I, I had done all I needed to do in that particular environment. Right. I had come from being a research assistant to being a middle level manager. And I just didn't want to go up the corporate ladder. That was just never me. So I felt like I now need the next best thing. Um, so from the corporate sector, I was like, let me try something uh, in the entrepreneurial sector. By that, so I mean a smaller firm, a small to medium enterprise. Uh, where I worked for a company called New Happenings, where I, I did marketing. I was the marketing manager there. Um, it was a manufacturing firm. It, it dealt with uh, leather products, uh, goods and materials. that had a niche market it used to export outside. Um, so I, that was my first interaction with dealing with an offshore or outside market, which again, people uh, my fancy, which is something that also then played a role on how I began to evolve as an individual. Um, so I was there for about a year. And then from there, um, I then went to De Vere Zimbabwe. Now, how I came about De Vere Zimbabwe was an opportunity that I saw 
through an ad placement actually in the newspaper. And I was like, oh, well, you know what? Let me try. No harm in doing this. I actually applied for it. Um, and then I went to an interview. They called me for an interview. We had the interview in Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, I, I, I got the placement. And two weeks later, I'm actually working for these guys from the time I saw the ad, <clears throat> interview, placement. Oh, so in there now, that was very quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was very fortunate. I mean, that's where you see the hand of the Lord working yeah. in our lives. Definitely. Uh, we need to know that it was not by my own understanding that mm-hmm. all this happened. I simply did what every other person would have done or yeah. should do when they were actually advancing that way. But yeah. obviously, the Lord is the one that makes our parts straight. And he really did that for me in that particular instance. Okay. And the, the interview, they, they, they hosted everything. I mean, for plane tickets, hotel. It was as if they've already hired you before. It was an interesting um, it's, experience. The doors were just opened yeah. super quick. Yeah, the doors were opened. Yes, indeed. Um, however, uh, I was there. I learned quite a lot on offshore markets. Yeah. So my first interaction with offshore was new happenings at a lesser level. Now all I had to deal with was offshore. So primarily we they, they targeted um, expatriates or repats, people working in other countries or people who have worked in other countries and just recently returned. So yeah. what we then did, you know, you want to set them up mainly for a pension. Um, and say, you know what, this is how long you're going to have a working life from about 20 years to about 65. And after that, you're basically an autopilot. So it's what you set up now that's okay. really going to make difference. Yeah. So this is advice to each and every one of us to say, even though we are young, we're vibrant, we're working hard now, it's going to come a time when you cannot actually do it. So you're going to need to set up the foundation that's going to carry you through all these motions of life post the work experiences yeah um so i digress okay so no it's, what it's, then it's totally happened, fine. i think uh, that was a, a okay. good nugget really yeah sure yeah, um, so, thank you so what then happened is I, I learned a lot about offshore markets and in it i used to meet a lot of high level business people yeah. One of them was a gentleman, because I haven't asked him, I cannot mention his name. I met this gentleman. Uh, he was actually a client of mine. And then he then advises me and says, I have this opportunity that I have. Uh, this opportunity will require you to actually step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, I have this proposal that I have with Zimbabwe's largest mobile network operator. And I'd like for you to work with me to set it up. Yeah. So I looked at it and I was like, okay, this means exiting a stable, well-paying job mm-hmm. and trying out something different. Yeah. And totally, I had never done telecommunications ever in my life. Yeah. The much I knew about telecoms was the cell phone that I had. <laughs> that I used to. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, so this guy, we had this frank conversation. He told me that in order for you to grow, you know the cliches, 
you need to expand yourself, spread yourself, try something new, uh, yeah. take it to the next level. When you feel uncomfortable, then you should know that now you're beginning to grow. To grow. Yeah. So I, I took those words seriously. And I mean, what I now had was basically a qualification in insurance. And I got one at the VA for that one in financial planning because I wanted to understand how to actually financially help people plan. So it was yeah. an advanced certificate that I did. So it then, so now I've got this insurance and finance background and mm-hmm. this person is saying telecommunications. I'm like, okay, um, how do you do this? So he explained the concept to me, which is basically um, what we call value-added services or what are called digital services now. Um, So basically what you're doing is you're selling products and services on on the cell phone. So if anyone has ever received a message, let's say, do you want to receive mobile news, for example, or music on your phone? Yeah, not all of it is out, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. That's basically what we do. Yeah. So so it was from there. He was like, no, come on board. Let's work together. I don't want to take you up as an employee. I want to take you up as a partner. Okay. And that was a whole dynamic from, I know that on the 25th, I'm going to get paid to, I need to work hard to ensure that whatever I am doing has a financial reward to it. Yeah. So it was big jump. But I thought about it for about, I think, a month and a half. Uh, He kept knocking. It's like, you know what? Um, I'm ready. So the reason why we we had this was just the way that we used to interact. Um, I was always frank with him, very honest with him. I I never oversold or underpromised. I I always used to tell him as it is. And I always made sure that he gets the full picture for what's going on. So that was one of the things he had admired as a character or as a quality. And I want to share this why, because a lot of us as youth are beginning to turn to (sighs) nefarious ways of just trying to do things. Mm -hmm. We're trying to to shortcut a lot of things. What if I know Ningi? What if I know this person? What if I can do this? What if I can do that? Uh, How do I make money quick? You can make money quick, and people have made money quick. But the, if you're talking riches, yes, but there's an aspect of creating wealth. Yeah. Um, wealth is generational. Wealth transcends beyond you. Wealth is transferable. So if all that you're doing will end with you, then you are creating riches, not necessarily wealth, and yeah. they may not actually benefit the next person. By next person, I mean, if you're married, like myself, I mean, your wife, if you have children, your children, it could be your brothers, your sisters, it could be the one that is your dependent. You need to create yeah. something that can further take care of them, even in your absence. So it's about wealth creation. So I thought about it and I was like, I cannot, you know, the, the norm when they say your child cannot inherit your salary, they can't, yeah. it's true. They can get the payouts, but that's all they get. Yeah, that's all they get. So, yeah, yeah I decided, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. 
uh, I wrote a resignation to my, my then boss. Um, uh, she was like, you know what? I understand this is what you want to do because we're also open like that. And she said, if, you, if it ever never does work that side, yeah. you're free to always come you know, and we can readmit you here. We, we've worked well together. We have no qualms with you. And yeah, yeah that's, that's clear. We, we, yeah, we ended on a very good note. Like even today, we still talk. So even if things go bad, which I always got somewhere to go back to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but no, that's I'm, good. I'm, I'm happy you yeah. shared that uh, because I think well, what I see sometimes with a lot of young people, uh, yeah. it's very easy to burn bridges uh, because mm-hmm. I think with a lot of youth, we've been through that uh, phase as well. In that, there's uh, a lot of foolishness, kufurira, and some would say that uh, you know just cut ties with people and stuff like that. But the thing is, you never know what tomorrow holds where they might need that person's help again or, or not. So it's always good to live yeah. on the right note and uh, so that yeah. tomorrow you can come back if you need anything else. Yeah. Hey, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, very important. Thanks. Yeah. So we, I then moved. Uh, so we started for the first three months. I actually didn't earn anything. Yeah. I mean, earn anything. I mean, I was basically taking my money and putting it into this project and saying, whichever way it works i've already committed (laughs) so i have to make sure it works um it was not easy very uncomfortable i'll tell you that uh you know when you're used to knowing that the money's gonna come to you and then all of a sudden it's just not there's just no way coming yeah it was very hard in the first instance and it's the same year i decided i'm gonna get married um (laughs) so i know around the corner uh this it's 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 a very slow start to everything that's going on i really felt like giving up at some point i was like you know what that offer i think i'm gonna take it now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was ready i was ready to take it i was ready yeah but you know he kept encouraging me you know let's keep going for it soon and very soon everything is going to come to to fruition i was like yeah great so we pushed, and before you knew it, things mm-hmm. started changing. We had now an established base. Um, we had a flow going. We had systems set up. Mm-hmm. We had done everything above board. That means we knew that our entry into this new arena did not hold any so-called strings attached, yes. which is very important because the way you enter into something. Mm-hmm. Is how you most likely the way you're going to maintain it. I mean, I, my past, past the trauma offices. Yeah. And it's a very true statement. If you buy your way into a contract, believe me, you to stay in there, you're going to have to keep on always paying someone or something. Yeah. And, you know, agreeing. <clears throat> but alternatively, you could try to enter the right way. You get in. If you're in, you're in. Yeah. And that dynamic is very different from the one where you have to do something. Yeah. Unlike where you can open and say, I appreciate people and say, thank you, we work together, Christmas, Easter, da da da, you know, things like that. Uh, I'm saying this because a lot of us now believe that the only way we can ever do anything is you need to pay someone or you need to know someone or you just need to do something nefarious, as I say. But yeah. it really doesn't 
actually have to be like that. Um, yeah. You can still ask the Lord before you do anything and say, Lord, lead me as I walk through this valley of the shadow of corruption. Um, <laughs> I will fear no yeah. you know, and do the right thing uh, in the glory exactly. one. And from there, so now I'm in the telecoms mix, I'm, I'm deep in it. Uh, I've learned value um, services. Yeah, uh, so I've met. So what happens is what we what we did having realized that there was a whole Indian company, especially in software development and the agricultural banking sector, we just made a decision, guys. Let's let's expand. Yeah. Uh, again, this is a new area for me. Uh, I've never actually. <laughs> being a software engineer, developer by any means. Um, closest I have to it is my laptop, uh, the one that I use. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, stretching yourself, accept that you can actually focuses specifically after development um, and we just decided to go harder. The things were being said, ah, this doesn't work or this mm-hmm. economy won't allow businesses to close and we tried it out and doors were opened. Um, yeah. Those are opening. Um, even now it's just, I mean, all we work, our, most of our work is actually work that you can do at home. Yeah. So, Literally started working from home like when we opened up. Yeah. So by the time everyone else joined us, I said you guys joined us. Um we seem to be something that we also I see when giving Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm losing you again. Sorry. Okay, you still hear okay, me? Am I back? Uh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think we're... that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Cool. Right. Yeah. All right. So. That's basically how I then began this whole new arena yeah. um, of software development. We, we work with guys doing an exchange knowledge. You now have a team here local, about yeah. three guys who we've been able to hire and pure creative employment. Uh, we've also been able to get a project in Lesotho, uh, unfortunately for COVID. We're unable to travel there or go start working on it. So we, we had to push the start date from like November last year. We were, we were put it in January. Now we have to put it in April <laughs> simply because, you know, yeah. we just like, no, uh, we refuse to, to say that this delay means it won't happen. It will happen. Yeah. And we keep on growing. And my, my motivation to, to, to those who are actually listening is there's no opportunity that you should never try. And when you go for that opportunity, 
go give it 100 percent yeah um don't hold back make sure you learn one take time to understand what it is that you want to do in this opportunity and how you can actually be the best of what you do yeah. i'll tell you for example the other thing we're competing for it we're competing against big companies reputable companies mm-hmm. um and we're this small little company is above you know um but it's how we presented ourselves and the work that we've done before how we used to conduct work with other people yeah. which basically um has has emanating from the days where you, you need to have good working relationships with your immediate boss now it's having good relationships with your clients yeah. and you just don't wake up one day with yeah all right so yeah um i mean basically that um the, the notion here is we we should never be afraid to to try out new things yeah. even though they may seem so far from um don't limit yourself don't think you cannot do it yeah um what should we have um i remember uh when i when i was growing up my father always used to say um i'll try and translate this into english um that i want you to give me the best of what you have because you can never do better than your best and that which is your best can make it work for you yeah okay i've tried i've tried just but i tried <laughs> um yeah. and what what i learned from it is to always give my best yeah i can never do better than my best but in giving my best i i know that i now know my limits i now know where i can excel and i now know a lot of things about other people as well because when you give out a lot of effort sometimes you get reciprocated the same and you begin to understand and learn yeah um right now we're now starting into tracking we're starting we want to do fuel at a later stage but all these things i've never done never done yeah. but i've come to understand that for growth you just need to need to exert yourself even to things that you may not be familiar with you've never done you've never seen Yeah. Uh, open your mind the world is a very very big place there's a lot of things happening in it ground yourself in christ because in as much as that is an advantage that there's a lot happening it is also an enemy to you because that can also reset who you are and begin to cultivate something else within you so and a lot of people are lost that way yeah. you know and so you need to set your solid foundation in terms of character in terms of behavior in terms of who am i as an individual then what am i as a business person yeah. and the two are very interconnected but they also be distinct yeah. we we should know who you are by seeing the persona that you are both in the business world and both and also in your personal life yeah. so basically my encouragement on this one is, is just to say 
when you think you can't do it, possibly you actually can. Mm-hmm. And the minute you just give yourself time to actually try it, you'll be shocked that you'll actually do very well. Yeah. And you may do better than what you thought. And besides, the Lord can bless you exceedingly abundantly more than you can actually ask for. Yeah. If you move in with that in mind, knowing that I have the author of life behind me, I have the creator of heaven and earth behind me, then I have the master of commerce <laughs> behind me. <laughs> yeah. Then even as you enter the environment, I assure you, no mountain is too high, no river is too wide, you know? <laughs> so Amen. you will be all right. Things will actually work out well if you just let Christ lead and yeah. you do all the necessary preparation that you need. Amen. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Mia. Um, this was a lot of uh, valuable information you've shared. Uh, I think, as you've already mentioned yourself, uh, from what you were saying, where you started, that that's one trait that I picked up, that you, you gave everything to what you are assigned to do. That's really a sign of faithfulness. And I'm, I'm realizing that as you are faithful with the little that you are given, God gives you a lot more to be faithful with. And as you say, if he's the one who's positioned you to do that, he's definitely going to, to be the one to yeah. you uh, follow through on all those things. Yeah. So thanks again. And I think yeah. let me also give a shout out to, to Nikki because I think doing all this crazy stuff, you know, it really needs an understanding wife <laughs> to do something where there's a risk of you might not make um, enough yeah. money but, and all that. So I think that speaks to the, oh, yeah. to the great character of your wife as well. So yeah, if people want to like follow you online, where can they find you so that uh, they can find out more about you? Yeah, and the other work that you're doing. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think before I say that, uh, you said something very important. The people you partner are very, very important. Yeah. If you wanna wanna do something, and you want it to be Christ-led, make sure you introduce Christ into the setup. Yeah. If it's some people who are non-believing, make sure they understand who you are and how you operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, best if you find yourself as a group of um, Christians or people with similar faith. Yeah. Um, come together and push forward. But above all, like you say, like uh, my, my wife is, is actually very phenomenal. You, there's some things that you're going to present to her and say, we want to try to do this, we're going to put this much in it may or may not work. And <laughs> you find someone who to say, no, go for it. Yeah. Let's do it. That's important. You need to surround yourself with positive-minded people and yeah. partner the right people. And that way, I assure you that you will actually excel. Yeah. Um, I actually, you won't find me on many of the social media sites. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> I am okay. not on LinkedIn. <laughs> but you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me on Facebook again. Yeah, this is the two platforms. Okay, that's great. Uh, for those listening out there, you'll also find the the links in the description below. Uh, wherever you are connecting from. So thanks once again, Munya. And um, 
we wish you all the best in your endeavors. May God continue to bless the work of your hands. And uh, we hope to hear more of great things, of the great things that you're doing. And uh, yeah, we'll touch base again soon. Take care. Yeah, yeah. So thank you very much for having me and hope to see you guys soon. Sure. All right. Take care. Sure.